Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, hey, you guys, this is one of the most remarkable days you'll ever see. If you're watching me live on Facebook, that's kind of groovy. But to all my live, amazing Voice America fans, I have surprise after surprise. Number one, I am broadcasting simultaneously on Facebook in my clubhouse room. So you guys who are listening, you're going to get some amazing audiences coming up. But I've got some great guests. What's going on today? Today marks, what is the day today? It's February 2nd? 4th. 4th. Wow, I know. February 4th, it's 2021, I know that. I don't know where 2020 went, but we're here. I haven't gone to an event in a year. I haven't hugged anybody but my family in a year, which like most of us. Well, I am in Sarasota with some very dear friends ranging from Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. He is physically here with me. Um, I've got Michael Calhoun, who you see as board of advisors. You heard him yesterday on the show. This man is connected to everybody. And a couple of major clubhouse friends, and I'm going to shout out Matt Andrews, and I'm going to shout out Marion. For the last month, two months, I have been inundated and loving this voice-only connection. But I'm a hugger, and I'm a people person. And all the way from Chicago... If you're a Voice America fan, you're going to know this man's voice, but you're going to come here, Mr. Hey. Mr. James Dantley, the smoothest major mentor that I've ever met. He's in the house, you guys. This is James Dantley. Hey. Woo! How crazy is this? I know, I know. <laughs> I walk in the door, I see your name tag, a name badge, put your name on it. I said, oh, okay, this is going to be fun. And I just waited. I was here Monday, I just had to wait. And then Tuesday you were here, and I still had to but it's always worth the wait. And then you walk in with Joshua and I see those muscles. I say, all I need is just half of those muscles. Just what half of what he got in his arm. And then McKinnon there. So if I had just a portion of those brains, well, you got the whole package. Oh, baby, this is like a dream come true. The last physical time that I saw James Dentley was the end of January, 2020. I got off mm-hmm. a boat and I had a really bad case of COVID. Yeah. I was sick as a dog for a week. Did mm-hmm. you get sick? I was sick too. Yeah, almost everybody that we had yeah. 400 marketers we all got deathly ill. It was the sickest I've ever been, and we mm-hmm. didn't call it COVID back then. Yes. We called it the worst week of our life. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce you to James Dentley, uh, who doesn't need an introduction. He is a speaker, a, a friend. He is a moderator. He, he actually runs million-dollar tribes. If you're in the network marketing industry, he teaches things that you couldn't learn anywhere else. He teaches how to be human, how to show up regularly, how to give more than you get, how to be genuine, and how to push your message forward. And on top of that, he has a beautiful wife and a beautiful son. His whole family, his family, I think his family is all of Chicago. I've seen them. Okay. <laughs> but I met you at a moment. And today's theme, guys, has been about relationships that last a lifetime. Some of us are very well connected on Clubhouse because we've been doing this for 20, 30 years. You and I met how many years ago? Oh, it was about a decade now. About a decade. Yeah. How do you have deep relationships like that? And it's weird because we're not in business together all the time, but we business up each other, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely, all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. There's no greater power than the power of the human potential. And, you know, the, the, the unique thing is that I always play full out, but you always bring it. Uh, <laughs> honey, you could be sick. It doesn't matter. You're bringing it. Well, I had this crazy notion, like many of you do. I want to be a speaker about 15 years ago. And I saw Les Brown on a stage. 
And here was my thought. I watched lots of speeches, but even before YouTube came out, and I thought, I'm an actress. I only say other people's words. My story doesn't matter. What am I going to talk about? Then I heard you. And man, no one does speech, speeches like you. I, well, the, seriously, it is a combination of gospel. It's like you download things, but the man's brain, you can recite poems and stories. In fact, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Something recited that you can nail us with. Ah, okay. It's not how did one die, but how did one live? Not what did one gain, but what did one give? You see, these are the merits that measure the worth of every man and every woman, regardless of birth. Not what was your station, but had your heart. And how did you choose to play your God-given part? Ah, so you're the reason that I didn't want to be a speaker, because I thought I can't ever be that good. And that was really my thought pattern. And with that, I put it out to the universe, and Christopher Howard heard me say that I'd like to speak. He invited me to a private dinner with me and him and Les. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know who Les was at the moment, which was good because I get very nervous when I'm around successful people. And then I went on a path all year to meet people. One of those people was a speaker coach, and that's where I met you in that room. Mm -hmm. What did I do when I said I want to do something? I invested a great deal of money and time and an entire year of getting better and better and better, and it has just exploded yeah. like any business would if you put the time and energy into it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the greatest investment you can ever make is always in yourself. And, you know, people spend so much money on their hair, their makeup. They spend money going to the movies, buying new shoes, to be entertained, to be distracted, to go hanging with the boys, the girls. But we, we spend more money on our head than we spend putting something in our head. Oof. We spend more money putting clothing on, but not building in the heart and not in that heart so it can resonate and get, get a little detoxation there so it, can, so it can connect to the spirit and the soul. And when those two things come together and it clicks in with, with that brain, then you're unstoppable because you'll find clarity. And we'll come down to what you taught me to identify what is it that you want. Well, that has been the theme of my life. I was embarrassed in my early 20s. I, I was an actress and I had a huge opportunity to sit in an executive office from Universal. And it was, a, it was a major, major meeting. Like imagine meeting the one person who could change the course of your entire career. And we chit-chatted a little bit and I was young and he said, so what do you want? And here's what came out of my mouth. Oh, well, I've been like an actress forever. And I said, oh, wow, I would love to do a movie. You know, I've been working. But I don't have any idea. I babbled all over him. He then pushed a dime. Let's tell you how long ago it was mm -hmm. across the desk and said, don't call me when you figure it out. I left. I had to call the person who set up the meeting who yelled at me. He's like, you embarrassed me. I'm like, but I didn't know I was supposed to tell him what I wanted. He's like, why not? That was the point of it. I'm like, and then from that moment on, I become obsessed with you telling yourself, telling the audience, telling the universe, what do you want? Well, you and I had a moment to do that because oh, yeah. sometimes people go, oh, I have everything I want. I've got cars. I said, no, no, no. I don't care how much food you've eaten. I want a great meal tonight. I don't care how many times you've kissed your man. I want to kiss him for the rest of my life and wake up every morning. That's what I want. So what did you want, Mr. Dantley? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because you caught me in a hotel when I was speaking someplace, someplace in California, across from Disney. And when you start asking me, what do you want? And I say, I gave you an answer, a shallow answer. You said, no, no, that's crap. What do you want? I gave you another answer. What do you want? And then I said, oh, I know where she's going. I can't take it right now. It was, was going to have a breakdown. I wasn't ready for that one because I knew where she was going. So I said, okay, we'll do this another time. I came back and I was in Orlando and I called you up and you drove from, uh, from St. Pete to Orlando. And we sat there on a closed bar in the middle of the day. Yep. And I said, I'm ready to play. And you know what? I wanted to go through the process because when you dig down in a person like that to find clarity, their voice will change, it will crack, you'll tear up because the greatest human need is, is a need of significance. 
Just know that you belong, you're somebody, you count. Most people say, I want financial freedom, I want to write a book. When I played this game and I've done it a hundred times, I got to my bottom. The moment I did, it changed the direction of my life. Remember, I was this actress, which means you're, you, know, you get to be in front of lots of people, it's all about you, you go to award shows. I actually said, I said two things. One, I said, which surprised me, I want to roller skate again. I grew up roller skating. And to this day, my kids and I go roller skating at one o'clock on Sundays because I actually forgot that that was one of the things I wanted. But the one that surprised me was I said out loud, I want somebody to tell me that I inspired them every day. Do you know how hard you have to work to get someone else to tell you Mm -hmm. that you inspired them? And that is the basis of my coaching, of my life, of my work with my daughter. And I'll tell you what, that truth for me uncovered everything. Forbes, look, I believe you, you keep what you have by giving it away. Mm. And you're being inspired now and you're inspiring people all over the world right now. I remember I was just telling somebody earlier at one of my speaker camps because I've been speaking, training, and inspiring people for almost 30 years. But still, I went through parts of my life I felt like there was a hole you can drive a Mack truck through. I couldn't figure it out. And at that moment, I walked out the office and you had everyone in my class sitting on the floor. You remember that? Oh, I do. I do. Oh, my goodness. Well, and let me preface this. So James says, well, come up. So I do this thing called Limitless in Chicago. You can come. Mm-hmm. And But he didn't really specify. And I don't think he knew the depth. I don't think most people, when they look at me as the queen of infomercials, have any mm-hmm. idea the kind of actually deep work that I do. So you left for a while. Mm-hmm. And I went and did what I do. So you walked back in the room. I remember mm-hmm. this so clearly. And what happened? Yeah. And you pulled, now, first of all, I didn't know what you did. I knew what you did. It's just that I know I, I live in that space, but I, I was never the focal point or toward, you know, but the spotlight wasn't on me from you. Mm-hmm. So I can escape that, right? It's like, oh, it's four, she's doing her thing. She's going to get her. She'll be fine. I walk in the room. You said, James, come over here. I said, what? They're all sitting in a circle. I say, stand in the circle. So I step over, over some people and I stand in the circle. And four sits on the floor. And for the first time in my entire life, someone just sat there and honored me. And the whole entire group just honored me. And it was as if a cloud, like, it's a, like the spirit of God just came and just floated right across my, and I never have ever been the same from, from the day because I was already based in, and anchored in humility, but it took it to another place where it was a quiet intensity, where it was soft and tender, and I could stand in power inside of that. And when it was okay for someone to say, you deserve it. I find that most people are the most embarrassed when you tell them that compliment, oh, you look great. Or, But we all sat in a circle and mm-hmm. I feel that way about James. I feel that way about a couple of people in my life that I would love to shower that thank you with. I had a moment similar when I was 31 years old and it changed the course of my life where people were actually on their knees and I had to do something that I didn't like doing. And the message of that day was built around making me very humble and teaching me that to be a great leader, you have to serve. And all of a sudden, we all struggle so hard. You know, what is that one moment where your friends honor you? Stop saying what you can't do or why you're to this or to that. And they say, you know what? Here's how you showed up in my life. Here's how amazing you are. And as I'm thinking about this, I'm going to do a National Clubhouse Day where you get to nominate somebody and all the people in their world just get to love on them and tell them how they showed up in our life. And it came out because when you're in a network marketing world or you're in a company, they have awards. They actually Mm -hmm. create awards. They don't do that in life. I've gotten on stage and I've won awards. I'm going to challenge all of you to go and apply for some award that you could win because one of the greatest moments of my life is they hand you something, whatever it is, and say, congratulations. And you're like, and you look around a room and you're like, you guys all noticed, noticed that I showed up, noticed that I did all that hard work. 
Because the crazy thing is there's not a lot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Even if you got a giant pot of gold and you got the house and the car and all the things you think, when you crawl into bed, just like Elon Musk crawls into a bed with yeah. a set of sheets, how happy are you? How loved are you? How fulfilled and how many lives have you touched? Yeah. And I, I know that you've shifted oh, because yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you keep what you have by giving it away and you live forever by the lives you touch. Mm. You know, but by spirit to spirit, it's person to person, that great power, that human connection. And most people just suffer from a, 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 a poverty of imagination and a weakness of attention. This is why I couldn't speak. Poverty of imagination and what? A weakness of attention. Oh. You can hear this now, and now you begin to open up and say, okay, maybe there's more for me. Maybe there's more for me to create. You know, and if you look at the Bible, it says the beginning God created. It also says you're born in the image of, the, of the, your creator. So what have we been doing from the beginning of human existence? Create. Now we're about to go to Mars and create some more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up watching my favorite Martian. I don't know. If, yeah, I, I don't do. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows? Actually, you know, I just figured out something. You and I grew up in a time mm -hmm. when TV was imaginative. I dream a genie. Mm -hmm. She could pop out of a bottle. Yep. Bewitched. She could wiggle her nose. Magic actually happened. And now we're in a time where the music and the, the, the movies and the TV, a lot of killing, a lot of hurting people. Yeah, yeah. Very different yeah. time. Yeah. But don't you think that raises a very different generation? Yeah, but you know, but here's the great part. There's always going to be a balancing act of all things in nature and all things in that in life. Uh, hologram. Now, our production studio with this new streaming TV network we're launching, we got this hologram technology. You do? Yeah. So I can bring you out of a bottle and you could be all the way in California. Next thing you know, you're sitting in a chair right next to me and we're talking. Okay, well, I'm so going to want to find out more about that. <laughs> that is amazing. All right. A couple of questions here. If you want to be a speaker, mm -hmm. Jane, what do you recommend to somebody? Well, first of all, I want you to write down why you want to be a speaker. And the second thing is I want you to let me train you. I'll teach you how to be fully self-expressed and not just to speak, but to understand the psychology of your words and better commands, how the brain works and how to be, how inner communication is so empowering. And it has to begin there first. It's the thought, the thing, the mental, the physical, the inner, and then the outer. So you get this together on the inside and then you can deliver it out on the outside, be fully self-expressed and understand your story. Oh, the story is power. It can make you money, but it saves a life always. Also, All right, I'm I'm going to do something yeah. I've never done right, before. Well, because you did that whole artistic thing, I've only memorized one little poem when I was eight years old. Okay, okay ready, ladies and gentlemen, I come before you to stand behind you to tell you something I know nothing about. Last Thursday, which was Good Friday, it was Mother's Day for fathers only. Admission was free. You had to pay at the door. There were plenty of seats. They made us sit on the floor, and that's all I can remember. <laughs> Wow. Yep, that's a good start. That's a, from that point, you turn into a rapper, you start making up stuff. I wish and it I come could. together over time. <laughs> uh, you know what? You Do you ever feel like you have a download from somewhere? When I hear you oh, speak, yeah. and it, number one, it resonates. Mm -hmm. I, I can't get my voice low enough. You wouldn't be able to hear me if I did James Dentley. <laughs> but when did you know you had this power, this gift? I always had the ability to remember things I wanted to unless I was in school. Because that was a no, you know, you want, you, you want to make me remember it. No, it's not going to happen. When I was eight years old, I, re I memorized the books of the Bible. When I was five years old, I memorized my multiplications all the way up to 15. Mm -hmm. 15 times. I heard you memorize a lot of girls' phone numbers along the way. Well, uh, when you memorize mine, I was pretty good. I, they, people look at my wife, they say, you're lucky. I say, no, I'm good. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. His, okay, let's get real about his wife, who is a dear friend of mine. Yeah. She is a brain, she's a brain surgeon. No, she's a double scientist and physicist. Nuclear power plants. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. How, how, how did you find her? I, I've been knowing her entire family since she was 18 years old. I had to wait. I had to let her get a weight up. Oh. 
how old were you when you uh, married her? Well, uh, let's on, see. When I married her? Yeah. Oh, God, how was, old was I? 50-something. I'm 22 years older. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it that it works. You got a beautiful baby. Oh yeah, he's yeah. not a baby anymore. Yeah, he's a, no, he's not a baby. He's he's uh, he's he'll be down here next week. All right. He's coding. He's coding. He's How old coding. is he? Eight. All right. You know what? Left for a second. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. We got two minutes, but I have someone else very special that James actually knows, and he started her career. He just did something magical, and it's crazy that I feel like family, and that we're all here. Uh, so guys. Uh, I got one more minute before my, uh, I'm going to take my first commercial break here on Voice America. Uh, on Clubhouse, we don't have commercials. People who are joining us are going, wait, what's going on? We're dropping bombs. I'm Forbes Riley, hanging out with my dear mentor friend, James Dentley, in Sarasota with Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank at a very high level, in-person, rather safe mastermind. Uh, but we're blowing it up and having an amazing time. I got one minute. Leave them just with something that they're going to want to have to come back. Ah, well, follow your dreams wherever they may lead and never get distracted by less worthy deeds. Remember to shelter them and nourish them and help them to grow. You let your heart hold them down deep where dreams go. You follow your dreams. You pursue them with haste. Remember, always remember, life, your life is too precious and it's too fleeting to waste. Be faithful, be loyal, and all your days through, I promise the dreams you follow, they'll always come true. See you on the other side. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right, guys, quick Jump off for sponsorship. I love you guys. Don't go away. Thank you. Over in Arizona. We'll be right back with the Forbes Factor. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It is Forbes Riley. We're back right now. We're live from Sarasota. 
And I know many of us have been locked down for so unbelievably long that actually seeing another person is bizarre. I've got two unbelievable guests right now. One is a gentleman who not only launched my speaking career, but opened my heart to possibilities. Uh, and he does that, of integrity, of being in an amazing relationship, of really upholding people. Please introduce Mr. James. Hey. I'm going to bring you in in a second over here. <laughs> and then the other person that I've known her entire life, literally from the moment that she was born, because I was there in the room. Uh, I know she's mine, and she's got a beautiful twin brother, but she's astounded me. You know, you can't make children into what you want, but she's my dream. She's more than I would ever imagine if I had to create my kid, and I didn't know it, but I'm living a miracle. I'm, I can't help it. Go ahead. But so what, why the two of them are here is they had a profound effect on each other, and I want them to share it. James? Well, I tell you, Reinforce came to uh, Chicago for the Limitless event, and she brought you, you with her. And, you know, the first thing is that you had a clarity on what you wanted to do, but then you stepped into it. Mm -hmm. You wanted to make a difference. A lot of people, a lot of you, you see something or you've seen something, or maybe your children see something and they tell you, uh, Mom or, or Dad, uh, I really wish I could do this. But you actually stepped into it and did it. And the one thing that I learned from you, and the one thing I think that you realized, the fact you got from that was that if you want something, the first thing you got to do is ask. Yes. Yeah. yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. 100%. So you had that story about what, why was why were you so passionate about making a difference? Why did that touch you? So when I came to the Limitless, a Limitless Women's event, I was promoting my boat campaign. And mm -hmm. I wanted to purchase, I, I still am, I'm, I've got all, I'm excited. Um, I wanted to buy a Boston Whaler because I took a friend of mine out named Christine who had cerebral palsy out on our boat. Now my dad's got like a 32 foot um, jet boat and we took her out and we took her mom who's somewhere in her 50s. And I remember going out and her face, her smile was just insane. She was like the happiest I've ever seen her. And I remember her mother saying, this is the first time she'd ever been on a boat. And Christine as well, who was 19 and she's in her 50s. And I, was, I sat there and I went, what? I've grown up boating. I love, it's my life. I love the ocean. I love to surf. And so when I heard that, it never occurred to me that people didn't boat because everybody in my family, extended family, everybody boats. And I was like, I want to share this because I love going on the water. I love the ocean, how it feels when you've got the spray hitting you in the face. I was like, I want to share this experience with everybody. How do I do this? And so I started the GoFundMe to raise money to get this Boston Whaler so I could take kids with disabilities or kids who just didn't have the funds to go out or even older people who used to go out don't have the funds and would love to because my passion is sharing boating because I love the ocean. And so I came to your event mm -hmm. and I started the GoFundMe and we've been doing okay and I got up and I talked to everybody and this wonderful woman named Melissa in the back mm -hmm. She pulled me aside and she said, I'm going to donate a thousand dollars to your boat campaign. And I was like, what? And it, it, she told me a story about her son who died because um, he got out of her house and fell into water. And he drowned. And so she said, please share the message of uh, water safety. And I said, of course. And so that was so monumental for me. And then you came up to mm -hmm. me and you said, I will match that. 
And I remember it changed. I mean, it changed a lot for me because I didn't realize people would support me like that. And so really going out and going, and this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to help people and share my message and actually make it a reality was insane. It was crazy. It was one of the best moments ever. And the fact that you helped me get there, I'm forever thankful to you for that. Well, McKenna, here's a lesson for everyone is that when you speak, don't speak from your head, you speak from your heart. Because, you know, the ears hear, but the heart listens, the heart knows. And, and when you speak from the heart, it's not what you hear, it's what you feel. And a lot of people forget that because we get caught up in our nervousness. And that's the, th- the cool thing that you, I may have been genetic because you just got, you just, you just but because you were just so natural, I call it being fully self-expressed uh, in, the, in, in your communication. And you don't have to say all the right words, but remember when a person is nervous when they're speaking, it's because they're thinking about them. You got in front of everyone and you told people about the story about the people that were hurting, the people whose lives you wanted to touch. Just to have a moment on the water where it's calming, to have the experience that they never had before. And I mean, that's what it's all about. And I think so many people have ideas, but they don't know what to do, so they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And those ideas just kind of flutter away and you stepped into it. So that example in your story, uh, I know is going to not only... Um, be able to impact a lot of people what's possible, but also is going to encourage other people to make a difference too. Yeah, Yeah, what are you doing? Well, so now I am up to about six months ago, me and my beautiful mother, Forbes Riley, I sat her down and I said, look, we need to spread your message about pitching. People need Mm -hmm. to understand that you can get anything and everything you want in your life if you understand the concept of pitching, because it doesn't only have to do with selling, you pitch yourself everywhere. And so I sat her down, I was like, look, you gotta get this message out. You are a legend and you are just sitting here in COVID all upset, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. So we started a business, we started an online training business that teaches people how to pitch their products, how to be on camera, and pretty much everything Forbes has used to gross $2.5 billion on television we are teaching people right now. And the crazy thing is two of our students just got TV shows. We've people are making more money than they've ever made. Um, this one photographer who had, was making nothing during COVID after one month in our training had made more money in that one month than she had in the entire year. Um, so it's just, it's been an incredible journey working with her. And of course she's working with my mom, but I mean, a lot of it stemmed from the limitless women event because I mean, I remember at that event, that's what really, I was marketing then. I've mm-hmm. been in marketing places before, but I'd never seen women yeah. do it. It's yeah. always men. It's, it's always, and the only woman I know is my mom. And so I was like, oh my God, there's actually business women here and they're, they're successful. They're not just like, they're real successful women. And so that event changed a lot for me and definitely grew me to where I am today. But not only do you teach them how to pitch you and your mom, but now you're teaching them how to create a funnel. So when you pitch and people say, well, they want more, then you know how to create the track to take them to where they want to go. And now you're teaching them how to do it for themselves. And that's really cool. Yeah. The big part that I like kind of figured out about this whole online world and people Mm -hmm. training is they only tell you so much And then you have to go buy more. And I was like, I'm over this concept. And so one thing that I did with my students is I started creating done for you systems and done for you funnels and emails. And hopefully we're coming out with a couple new ones in this month. Um, But I'm so committed to this idea that everybody should have 
their course up online, that you should have funnels, that it's not about a website. No one cares about your website. Your website's not making you money. A one call to action funnel will make you money. That's what we, we don't have a website. We have 500 different funnels and they make us more money than a website could ever. So learning that concept and learning how to get your emails up, I was able to do it for Forbes. And I thought Forbes was the only person in the world who didn't have funnels. I was like, why can't you do it? And then I realized that there were people like Forbes. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I've got to do this for everybody now. Yeah. So my goal is to kind of become a McKenna for a lot of our students that I was able to do for hey, Forbes. Hey James, do you have yeah. a working funnel here? Does she need to work with you? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, she's a, she's got all of my clients are working with her. And look, just for everybody to understand, how old is the average client you have? Oh, what, what do you think the um, average age is? I would say Span from when, where to where? Oh, um, I would say 30 to 60. 30 to 60. And how old are you, by the way? I'm 18. Yeah. I just turned 18. You just turned 18? No. Yeah. And, and I believe, you know, that when you're, when you're younger and when all of us are actually younger before we get realistic, has to do with reality, we question everything. There's a series of why not. So I remember you said every, every, every company needs a kid. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still working on that book yeah. right now. But yeah. It is true. Every company needs a kid. Yeah. We think differently. I remember, I don't have any boundaries. As I get older, I slowly feel boundaries coming on. And what I mean by that is people mm -hmm. going, you can't do this in business. You just can't do it. Right. Two years ago, I would have been like, let's do it. And then I didn't know the boundaries. So you start to limit your imagination yourself, but a kid mm -hmm. thinks differently. There's no, there's nothing limiting them to doing yeah. anything. Yeah. So that's why I know in my companies, as I get older, I'm totally getting teenagers because yeah. as much as I want to keep this youth and this imagination, it goes away. So yeah. I truly do believe that every company needs a kid. Yeah. I learned something with Jeff Hoffman. You know, Jeff, right? Yeah. Okay. Co-founder of Priceline.com. Mm -hmm. Every month he has, I, I take my entire team and every month we act like we're five years old, like we're five I years old that. and we question everything. Why is this? Why is that? Why is that up there? Why is it not down there? Yeah. Why is it? How do we use this? What else can we use this for? What else can this be? Does it need to be here? Question everything. Question everything you think you know. Question mm -hmm. it. Yes, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's why I believe every company needs a kid mm -hmm. because there you have to keep asking yourself, why does wheels, I'm looking at like, why mm -hmm. does the iPad have to be like this? Yeah. And if you just accept it, it, you no growth. Yeah. You just stop growing. So yeah. that's one thing why I love. So kids. James, what would you have told your 18 year old self that you might want to tell McKenna? Oh, I don't want to say that on. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's keep it business oriented. Uh, it was business, but okay. Yeah. Okay. She's already, right, practicing, she's already practicing that. She learned well, that in school. You know, well, let me just say this. I was an entrepreneur very early, mm -hmm. very, very early. So the only thing I would know now then that I'd, what I would say to myself then was understand the structure of business and have a mentor for business. I don't care who it is, get a mentor for business and dedicate your life to lifelong learning because sometimes you get to the point you think you know everything because you're measuring yourself around everybody else you're with. Mm -hmm. And that's not the place, right place to measure. It's like, it's like being a D student, but you're measuring yourself with the D students. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to ever elevate to the next level. You wonder, okay, why can't I get hired? Why can't I get the opportunities? This is not so much about your formal education. It's about getting around people and understanding that everyone you ever meet is important. They're going to be a great example or a terrible reminder, but you're going to learn from everybody. Ooh, They'll you teach you what not to do. The pearls that just fall oh, yeah. out of your mouth are why I can't get enough of you. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't my teeth. Pearls come out. I thought it was a buzzer too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now wait. He's got a, how old is your son? My son's eight. Okay, so now what yeah. advice would you give him having been through the eight and now being a successful entrepreneur at 18? Wow. What will you tell, no, oh, what, I, what I, she tell you? Oh, I bring him everywhere. 
bring yeah. him to work with you, mm -hmm. have him work with you, mm -hmm. enlist him as your personal assistant, just like Forbes did to me, and integrate them into your business. Because he, mm -hmm. he may figure out that he doesn't want to do it, but if he does, yeah. you'll have a business partner. Yeah. And the cool thing is, I love the one thing I love working with my family, the reason I love working with my family is because I know no matter what that I can trust them and that mm -hmm. they have my back. Yeah. I obviously, I trust people around me, but there's something different about yeah. your family. There's a kid, like I will always support my mom. Mm -hmm. My entire dream goal in life at this point is to make all her dreams come true. So I got a question for you. See, when I see you and your mom on, on camera and you're working, you're talking, you're sharing this powerful information about business, you're still hugging and kissing and all of that. <laughs> my daughter quit, my, my daughter's 31, she quit my business twice, stormed out when I needed the most. My son, I look for him, my, he, my oldest is 23, my baby is eight. He's in the back sleep. They don't want to work, but they're all entrepreneurs because they watched me. Mm -hmm. But I think, you think it might be a different dynamic or maybe I just wasn't well, I uh, think loving and cuddly enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I feel so sad. I think the big difference. I failed as a parent. No, no you didn't. Now they're very successful. Um, I think the big difference is that my mom actually took me serious. Wow. That she, I know, because I watch a lot of parents, they talk down to their kids. I don't know how you interact with your kids or how anybody interacts with their kids, but I know that she made a really big point. And my dad, he, 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 he categorizes himself as above us because we're kids. But my mom always treated me like an equal, was always okay. like, what's your idea? How do you want to do this? Okay great thoughts and used it instead of going, you don't know it. Listen to me. I know the best. And especially like when I did something wrong or if I made a mistake in life, as all teenagers do, we mm -hmm. make stupid decisions. It wasn't as much of a punishment as a let's talk this out. What happened? Why did you make yeah. this? And we, it, I grew a friendship and a more than just an authority figure a person that I want to hang out with, a yeah. person I want to work with because she talked to me like another person. Yeah. My, we, um, we did a lot of traveling. For your 18th birthday, what did you and your brother do on your own that no mom would ever let their kid do? My my parents are awesome. They're very trusting. And I'm glad they let us do this. This um in during winter, me and my brother went to El Salvador, just me and him for our 18th birthday on a surfing trip. Mm. And I planned the whole thing. I did everything. And I'd been working for the last four months. So I, I, we paid for it. And it was awesome. But the fact that they said, you can go on your own. Go experiences. Go uh, learn how to travel. And because a lot of parents were always like, they want to control. They want to be with you. And they want to do this. Mm -hmm. And I think the best thing that they did was allow us to have as much freedom as we can so that when we do go out into the world, yeah. we don't go crazy. And mm -hmm. I, I'm so thankful for that because I see my friends who all they want to do is go out and go party and do all these crazy things because their parents restricted them on everything and said, you have to stay home. You have to do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. When rather my parents talked me through things and made me, it made me actually made the decision mm -hmm. not to do certain things. Like I, that's more powerful than anything you can ever do than telling somebody to do something. Well, that says a lot about your parenting skills, Miss Riley, because mm -hmm. my kids when they went there by themselves. Then they came back home with Maria and Roberto. And it, <laughs> maybe some little Roberto Jr. around there. I'm just, you know what? It's, I'm glad you said that because I, I remember my daughter telling me when she stormed out, up, just quit. And she said, and later we talked and she said, I just want you to be my father. Yeah. And you know what? And, and I learned that. I learned something we were just talking because in the dynamics of you working together, she's still mom. But then you have that respect for each other mm -hmm. and a belief in each other. And, you know, as the way I grew up, and it may be because of male, I don't know, but I feel like there's certain things I have to protect. I have to protect them all the time or I have to 
trying to guide them all the time. And, uh, and they don't like the structure. They don't like. That is definitely a yeah. big teddy bear daddy yeah. thing. I totally get that. And her dad is a similar way. I want to make sure yeah. we run out of time. We have our, first, our next yeah. break. Okay. Um, you got to go back to this big room that we're in with Kevin Harrington from yeah. Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, any final words? And then McKenna and I will take over for a minute. Yes. But anything you want to say to each other, to my audience, go for it, man. Well, I would just say this. is um, You know, remember that your life matters. There's a story of three wise men that retire and trying to decide what to do with a thing called greatness. And the first wise man said, why don't we, why don't we stick at the top of the highest mountain? Nobody knows what's up there. And the other wise man said, no, no, no. They'll figure out a way to scale the top of a mountain. And they've done that. The other wise man said, why don't we put it in the deepest part of the ocean? The other one said, no, they don't even know what's down there. And the other guy said, look, they'll find out a way to light up the depths of the sea. The third wise man, he was always the wisest. He said, I got it. Why don't we just put it inside of them? They'll never find it there. The great thing about being a part of this world that Forbes and McKinnon offers is that they open you up. So it's everyone has that greatness that's inside of you. And sometimes you think you don't matter, but sometimes the challenges you go through will prepare you for the great weight and the great success to come ahead. But in the meantime, it creates a story. It gives you the access to save somebody else's life and it doesn't get any better than that. Create, create the value. Don't worry about the money. It will follow. You will be taken care of. But make the difference because that's the greatest treasure in the world. That's amazing. That was amazing. Uh, And I just want to say real quick, thank Mm -hmm. you for believing in me and working with me and always being there as a resource and just a helpful guide and a mentor through every, through all the I smile every time I hear your name. (laughs) Let's go, McKenna. Look, she did it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you you know, as we're about to go off to our our next break, Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring on one more amazing guest who Mm -hmm. also had an influence in McKenna and my life. Mm -hmm. But do you guys hear the level of relationship that happened here. We're not brothers. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, we're not family, mm-hmm. but we made our own family. And mm-hmm. that actually, maybe because I didn't have family growing up, this is very mm-hmm. important to me. Uh, it's been a long time since I yes. met you and I can give you a hug uh, and call you anytime I want. Amen. And the difference between Facebook friends and real friends is they show up for you. Yeah. They believe in you. And not sometimes it's not always wonderful, but they're still there. Yeah. And I think for you and I, maybe I kind of, We've been, I think we're on this planet to uplift each other. Hey, guys, uh, I'm noticing that we need to go off to a quick break. Everybody say yep. bye. Bye-bye. And, See you uh, next we'll be right time. back. If you're on Facebook, don't go away. I'm going to send you back to, back to where you got to go. Thank you. Um, we are still. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey everybody, it is Forbes Riley here with probably one of the coolest days of the year, including last year too, because I know last year was kind of a blur. This year, I am connecting and reconnecting for the first time in 14 months, talking and touching old friends. Yes. And literally, we're at an event with Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank uh, at Board of Advisors. You can see that behind me. These guys, this is a very high-level mastermind. Sitting next to me is my business partner, but more importantly, the love of my life was my daughter, my beautiful McKenna. She just turned 18. Uh, and she Happy won- belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, and she, uh, <laughs> she's been an entrepreneur since she was 12. She has a lot of stories to tell, and uh, she runs a very tight ship. I'm learning a lot, which is crazy. What can you learn from a kid? It's a oh, good wait. tax strategy. What can you learn from a kid? <laughs> And this is how it started. So the man behind me is Michael Butler. Michael D. Butler is the owner and creator of an entire publishing world called Beyond Publishing. We bumped into each other at some wonderful, amazing moment. And I had a book I hadn't, I wanted to publish for three years. And this is a problem with most people. You're going to die with a book inside of you. I know, I almost did. Three years a long time. And he said, get it done. And accountability. And that's what McKenna teaches, accountability. And all of a sudden I woke up and said, okay, we got it done, got it published. There's nothing better than having somebody else believe in you. Yeah. But then he said, I also believe in your daughter. So I'm going to give you guys yeah. the helm for a bit. Come sit over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not, take it away. Not, a, not only for the purpose of tax write-offs, you should hire your children, but also the fact that, <laughs> my goodness, uh, you're keeping the business in the family. So you're, you've got an amazing story about why every company should have a kid. Why should every company have a kid? I, I just like I said, I, everybody heard a little earlier, but every company should have a kid because we think differently. Um, you you question everything. You still are open to learning. I think that's a big thing that I didn't say earlier when I was sitting with James is that we I've been learning since I was really little uh, from whenever preschool starts, and I'm still learning. I still have to go through college. But well, for you, it's it? probably like at eight months, you because you're kind of an overachiever. <laughs> I'm guessing you started <laughs> maybe, but I know for a lot of adults, they haven't been in school school for yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40 years. 
and mm-hmm. you kind of stop learning. You stop having this open mind, this learning concept of always grasping new ideas and knowing that you don't know everything. Yeah. And so that's really powerful for kids is because they have such an open mind. They want to learn. They want to question. Everything is game on. The imagination is endless. Not, there are no boundaries in life. Every I, kid wants to be an astronaut. I, I could see CEOs bring in your company in to do consulting. For yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that that's the back end of this book. James definitely said something that spoke mm-hmm. to me really hard when he said that he sits around with all of his board people and they act like five year olds for a day yeah. and they question everything. Yeah. Why are the hinges on the door that way? Yeah. Why is the light that way? Why does the computer yeah. sit like that? And that I mm-hmm. was like, that is an exercise that I think could shift a lot of businesses. When you look at your business and you question yeah. everything, there is no bound, no boundaries or anything that is not possible. Just start questioning, conceptualize. At that point in that day and time, right. anything is possible. And so I love that. For like, so when are we launching this book? So we're, we're going to talk because you've got funnels and I've got publishing and you've got the book idea. We've got the market. And we know there's a, definitely a market for that. Um, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, so am I. Let's do it. You've so even got a cover concept. What, why do people want books? What's the value of books, both of you? Well, really credibility to get on more stages, you know, to be able to, to be interviewed, podcast, credibility to do a workshop. If you're already given a workshop, if you already have a keynote that you get paid for, why don't you have a book? Because that book, you got to realize 76% of books in English are bought and read outside the U.S. So you might be a rock star in your own neighborhood, but why not be a rock star in South Africa or in London, right? Yeah, Yeah. that's amazing. I mean, I would really love to touch somebody outside of the Mm -hmm. United States that is just in a rural area that only has a book that doesn't know who I am because I'm only on the internet, but they get this book and they read about how every company needs a kid and next thing you know, they're a CEO. That would be hearing something like that or just being able to get a book into a kid's hand and showing them that no matter what your age, ethnicity, um, where you are Economic in Economic disadvantage, exactly, whatever. I, I got to no tell you a story, you. McKenna. I was 11 years old and I stuttered as a kid. I grew up on the farm in Oklahoma and somebody gave me a book by an 11-year-old kid. And I'm sitting out there in the pasture, in the cow pasture, avoiding the cow patties. And I'm looking up at the sky, watching the planes fly over. And this book helped me dream again because it was written by an 11 year old kid. And I said, someday I'm gonna fly all over the world in a plane and I wonder where they're going right now. And I began to use my imagination. So a book is a gateway to open the possibilities up. 100%. And that's really one of my goals with this book is not only to inspire adults to stop diminishing their kids' ideas and what they're saying, but to also inspire kids to go, my voice matters. My My voice voice is something that adults should listen to and stop telling me, oh, you're just a kid. You don't know anything. What would you say to the kids that are in a home where their voice isn't heard? They're not allowed to speak. Or what would you say to the grown-up 50-year-old adult who is still that broken child inside that was told their entire life their voice didn't matter? What would you say right now? I would say it's time to realize that you are enough, that anything and everything you put your mind to, you can accomplish, and that you need to get out of your own way. That if you really want to be successful in this lifetime and in your life, that you need to realize that the baggage behind you needs to be put behind you Mm -hmm. and to keep this 
just an idea of keep moving forward and to realize that what you say does have an impact on other people and that when you really use your voice and your platform or where you are, even if you're in a small community, if you're a parent who still feels like they aren't enough to realize that what you're saying to your child affects them. So don't push that on them, but rather show them that maybe you weren't able to do it, but show them the possibilities that they can and to actually take their advice and treat them like a human being. Stop treating your kids like they're just another work or just another thing they have to raise, but they don't matter. They don't know anything. They're just a kid. They're not smart enough yet. They need to go to college to be able to consider it an equal. That's just not realistic anymore. And if you yeah. keep thinking like that, you'll you'll get your entire family lifetime stuck in this loop of kids aren't good enough. I need to get a job. Don't talk to me until you're 21. Your opinion doesn't matter. And yeah. that I think when in the 21st century, we're getting out of that, especially with the use of social media. People wow. are realizing that they have a platform that they can speak, that they're not the only one with the problems that they have. And that if they all band together, talk about it, that they can really overcome this horrible, this thing that's, I'm not enough. You are enough. Mm-hmm. When you truly embody that, embrace it and believe it, your life completely changes. Do you get this messaging in school at all? No. In school, they provide. There's a lot of people and their kids are watching right now. Yeah. Say that to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a big problem in our school systems is this idea of guidance counselors who are supposed to guide you. And it is the most BS thing ever. They don't guide you. They tell you you need to go to college and get a job and to do the standard thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But the idea of that you have to be belittled to do that is not okay. And so you got to do that at the expense of following your heart and your God given ability. Right. Exactly. And so I think everybody, if you have a kid, take a moment and show them motivational videos and motivational people and kind of open their eyes to possibilities. There's so much on the Internet right now that you can give them tools to show that there's more to life than just getting this a job that pays the bills because that's what they have to do. That's not what you have to do anymore. So I definitely you could start a company and create jobs for other people. Exactly. You know, or you can also go if you want to be a pilot. I know a lot of a couple of my friends are like, I can't be pilots; it's too much. Or they can't be a nurse. They can't. Oh, be listen, doctors. I know kids that are fourteen and fifteen that are flying planes. Exactly. I mean, what I said. you can fly a plane before you can drive a, a car. Now I got to talk about this because you were on stage in Tampa. We had a Beyond Publishing event about a year and a half ago. And I got to interview you on stage about some of these topics. And the eyes of the world are on Tampa and St. Pete this week because of one thing. But I know you and your mom are always really good about creating a brand and, and, and getting getting your message out to the world. I'll see you and we'll Google you and we'll see you everywhere. You're putting out press releases. How important is it to be at the top of the news feed and the top of people's minds? There is, especially in this time of everybody being locked in their homes, there's nothing more important than being out there on social media, on platforms, connecting with others. And it's not only just about you, but when you go on to social media, it may not feel like a lot. When you're talking to this camera, I'm sitting here with you mm-hmm and a camera here and I feel like I'm talking to nobody. And I'm like, why am I doing this? But then what I don't realize is that I am affecting people's lives. I'm talking to them. I, I'm almost, I'm talking directly to you right now. There's one person behind that camera that I'm talking to and touching. And so if you have a message, if you have a hobby that you wanna share with others, there are people who are interested in what you're doing and actually need that. They need the support. They need to know that there's somebody out there that they can rely on, even if it's just through a video. Yeah. But especially if you are trying to up-level your life and your business and whatnot, I like that you word, have up-level. to get on 
social media or yeah. any sort of platform, but get your voice heard. You deserve to be heard. Other people want to hear your message. So I, it's the most, it's very important to what we do. That's what we do all day. Well, I'm going to tell you, follow Forbes Riley. Uh, I've taken 12 of my authors to Forbes Factor. We had a great time. And, and for four days, we figured it out. She went deep inside, healed a lot of wounds and hearts. And uh, we found our messages, didn't we? We did. We actually, we played, we did, we did a lot. Um, I, I don't, I have to just check to make sure that we're not running out of too much time. Michael, you, uh, give me one last thing because we're going to run out of time. You make authors, you take authors out to the world. Why is that important and how are you helping entrepreneurs? Um, readership is up globally. A lot of people thought the internet killed publishing, but if you've got a book in you, we can help you launch it within four weeks. So bring us the book or we've got a team of about 24 ghostwriters. We can help you ghostwrite it if you're a financial advisor, if you're a mom that's in network marketing, whatever business you're in, we can help add value and credibility by having a book, getting on shows. Follow Forbes Riley and launch your book. Let's make 2021 blow up. There's no reason it shouldn't for you because your voice matters. And that was awesome. Oh, I love you. I'm going to slide right in here for the very end of my show. I'm going to take your seat. I'll take you okay. with you, Kenny. You can't go anywhere because we're coming to the very end of our show. I will tell you, we got three minutes to close. Man, you give good interviews. I know. Like, who, who knew? knew? I know. Who knew? I'm uh, my mother's daughter. I love you. You know, it's funny because I was watching James's face and he's so proud of you. Yeah. It's, it's really wonderful. And guys, if you can ask any questions, I feel very blessed. I think I suffered for a good 10, 15 years there. And I think you saw that. Here's a crazy thing you don't realize. Your kids watch you all the time. I actually don't care what you tell your kids. When you see what we do, does that speak louder than the, what we have, the words we say? Yeah, I mean, but I just, I just love my mom so much. There are, I can't put it into words on how much I love this woman. And so like, I don't even, I, I got a loss of words. So like, who says that? Um, I, this one means everything to me. And when you truly treat your kids right, and you love on them and you tell them that they're enough and you uplift them to their wildest dreams. Like I am, I'm so beyond thankful that I got you for a parent um, that I just want to give my mom everything now because she gave me everything. And I'm so beyond thankful. And now we're crying. <laughs> we're both because that's okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me share something with you. It's not always been a love fest. We do yell and scream. And I remember yeah, a moment when you- That does not mean I don't love you. Though. Right, I know, but I don't know that I knew that. There was a time when you were 12 years old. You were, you were my right arm until 12. And one day you woke up and you're like, don't touch me. And I'm like, what, oh, wait, what? Is that gonna be the rest of our lives? And I remember taking, being very proactive about this and something just shifted. I actually took you with me and you lit up a room. And I will tell you as a mom, you do need to step back and let your child shine. You need to let them live. You need to let them, let your kids make mistakes while they're still in your house. Because if my parents had told me I couldn't do half the stuff I'm doing and I went off and did them on my own, I would be screwed. I, but I got to, I got to learn in their house and I, they helped me grow. They didn't stop me or put these blocks up. And one thing is I never got grounded. I didn't get grounded for months. I was, to, we made, we came to a decision and they they made me make the decision of what to do. I would actually ground myself because of the conversations we had that they, they changed the narrative. Instead of letting me tell you what to do, you make the decisions and see how that was wrong and how you can improve upon that. And I mean, that that's everything to me. But I started that with you when you were very young. I, I, luckily, I was an older mom. I'd watch a lot of TV shows by that point, like The Nanny and I thought, ooh. And I remember we were walking in a grocery store and you were three years old. And I said, go, go over there and grab me some, some fresh fruit. And you said, but there's only candy here. And I said, well, what happened? She said, mom, I think bad men put that there to trick us. So I will tell you, we reinforce that. We're one minute to the end of my show. This flew by. Uh, if you have a child, know a child, 
Want to be a child again? Share this show. We're on podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Voice America. You guys are awesome. I'm hate to say goodbye, but I'm going to give you a kiss. I love you two so much. Guys, thank you. This has been probably the most memorable show. I've been on the air for almost 15 years doing all this, and I, I think you just want it. Ah, all right, you guys. I'll see you next week. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.